Anheuser-Busch lost $1 billion in sales thanks to the Bud Light boycott. And it's not just Bud Lights we're here to complain about and mock, but also Disney also losing $1 billion. That's amazing. I'm wondering where that money goes because people still got to buy beer, right? Well, it looks like Modelo is making a ton of money. And it may just be that people aren't going to see these garbage Disney movies anymore. So we got a list of the four big flops that really stuck it to Disney. Little Mermaid was one of them. Congratulations, Disney. Get what go bro. Congratulations, Anheuser-Busch. There's so much here to break down why they're losing money. And there's a there's a philosophical element to this. And I believe when you look at uh, uh, Bud Light and you think about the issue of Dylan Mulvaney and what sparked this, it what we are we're what we're witnessing is people who live outside the matrix finally having enough running into that room where everyone is sitting in front of the screen with Big Brother, spinning around with that sledgehammer and just throwing it into the screen and shattering it. That's what we're seeing. Let's start with Bud Light. Bud Light isn't making movies. They made this garbage commercial. It was terrible for the Super Bowl. Didn't work. As much as Joe Rogan and Shane Gillis try to rehabilitate Bud Light, it will not work. But uh, I got no beef with those guys. If you want to buy Bud Light at this point, it's like, Dude, they lost already. You know what I mean? I'd recommend Modelo because Bud Light's trash anyway. I, I Look, I, you know, I'm just going to say this. You know, Joe Rogan has on his show Shane Gillis. They're both some of the funniest guys on the planet, and they're great. But why are they drinking Bud Light? It's like, if you want to make a political point about who cares about the boycott, like, okay, sure, I get it. But, guy, I mean, if I was going to do a show where we just loaded up on beer, I'd get yingling. It's like an East Coast thing, but it's really good. And I'm not a beer drinker. Um, or Modelo. I, I do a Dos Equis maybe, but Bud Light. Anyway, whatever. Like, Joe, you know, I got no beef. Do your thing. Whatever. Bud Light, you like Bud Light. You're allowed to like Bud Light. But I'm sitting here laughing because they lost a billion dollars. Now, how did they lose a billion dollars? Well, it all comes down to Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, there's a name people haven't heard in a little in, in, in some time because Dylan Mulvaney's 15 minutes are over. Dylan Mulvaney put out a video, an unhinged rant about how Their 15 minutes are not yet over, but it is. Yeah. Let's break down what we're seeing. The matrix, the social media algorithms that were driving people to the brink of insanity have finally broken. Google Gemini is making people realize how psychotic woke people are. Making images of black Nazis certainly would wake people up. I'm glad they did. Congratulations, Gemini. Google invested, what, billions in this AI project, and they plopped out a turd. Congratulations. So Google's losing tons of money. They're now pulling, you know, they're in panic mode over their AI. You got Bud Light losing, a, a Anheuser-Busch losing a billion, Disney losing a billion. Here's what happens. TikTok is generating these algorithms for whatever reason. They make these algorithms and they're showing content to people for whatever reason. Now, I think it's a bit nefarious. I think the likelihood is that they're showing this psychotic and deranged garbage to people to break their minds. Because there's literally no reason to algorithmically promote something like Dylan Mulvaney. But whatever they did. The reality is the average person probably looks at Dylan Mulvaney with confusion, disdain, and disgust. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's the reality. And so Dylan Mulvaney chases the algorithm. This is fascinating. There was a woman who had a van life channel. I don't even know what happened to her. But she made like two videos. One was how to shower in a van and one was my pet snake or something like that. And she got like two million subscribers overnight. You see, 
YouTube was promoting something for some reason. They're promoting living in the van. Now, the conspiracy theory is that YouTube intentionally was trying to get people to live in vans. I don't know, climate change or whatever. But so this woman just hit the nail on the head with the algorithm generating millions of subscribers overnight. It doesn't make sense. Everybody asks, how is Mr. Beast so successful? Well, Mr. Beast makes great videos. That's that's first and foremost, content is king. And there are people out there who say, no, he doesn't. His videos suck. You're allowed to not like his videos. That's fine. But they're, they are. Production-wise, they're clever, and they're fun to watch. He does a good job. But that doesn't warrant hundreds of millions of subscribers. No, what happens is YouTube put him on the front page. If YouTube put this video on the front page default for non-users and people who aren't signed in, it would get 100 million views. Okay, maybe not 100 million, but what YouTube's trying to do is probably political for sure, but a lot of it is just what is going to get the most clicks? And so, you know, the average person is not going to click this. But that being said, you put this video on the front page of YouTube, you're getting traffic. I would get millions upon millions. I would make an insane amount of money. And that's the truth. This is what TikTok was doing with people like Dylan Mulvaney. And what happens is people see the front page and they say, look at this 10 million views that Dylan Mulvaney got. Dylan Mulvaney must be popular. So Bud Light, in their infinite ignorance, say, if this is what people want, we'll buy it. But it's not what people want. It's what TikTok was showing people. So Bud Light set themselves aflame because the machine told them to do it. It's a self-correcting problem. Makes me a bit optimistic that the more and more people will chase after these algorithms and their brains rot and fall out of their, fall out of their skulls, there will be a course correction that we will, we will succeed in. And that's what happened to Bud Light. So they lost a billion dollars. Bye-bye. That's too bad for you. But then we get this. Disney loses $1 billion. And this one's not so absolute. This one's really interesting. There is a fracturing of culture. People don't know what to do anymore. There's nothing original or unique. My friends, have you seen our latest video, Eyes of Advice? Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me pull that up here. Just a little bit of self-promotion, I suppose. But it's, it's to make a point. And so uh, let me pull this up. I actually haven't showed or played the video in any of my videos, but in terms of culture and talking about Disney's and their failures, I will start by showing you a, a, a bit of Eyes of Advice, the latest song that we put out. I'll skip through it. I won't play the full song for you, but you can, you can definitely check it out uh, if you search YouTube for Timcast Music. Let me just play uh, uh, just a few seconds. I might, mainly want to show you the video. Door. Do you think you're crazy if darkness implores? It's asking you maybe to watch for the eyes. They offer advice. One more trip in my mind would suffice for me. Can't you see when you're alone? It's when we come back. All right, I'm going to pause here. I'm going to skip forward just a little bit. I want to, I want to show you this scene. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts in the, uh, in the video. You can see it clearly picks up in terms of interest. But uh, this really is something you have to watch because I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to, for people who don't want to listen to the music or anything, I'm not trying to force promote this. My point is simply, we took risks. We tried something new. 
We are not chasing after anything. A lot of people are like, oh, this sounds like that song or this song. Well, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. We are the products of the culture for which we came. And so we, we wanted to make a video. And the video here is something, uh, a song I wrote a long time ago, 20 years ago, slightly refined over the years for sure. And the music video idea existed for almost as long. Kent Welling, our video producer, did all the work bringing this to life. Let me show you this scene. And for those that are just listening, you get to listen to the song. And your heart is racing, it's starting to know. The advice you've been taking has opened your mind at the cost of your life. One more slip down the wrist, it's suffice for me. So I really wanted to show that demon part, although the water is my favorite part of the video. And my, my point ultimately is when we were producing something, when we we're making this song, I did not, when we we're making the video, when we we're doing the production, we didn't sit down with a market research group or a focus group and say, what is it that people want? We didn't look to social media trends. We didn't say, what's the popular music? That was the joke song we, would, we did with Together Again. No, it's a song where we're like, do we like it? Yes, let's roll, baby. Currently, the song has 3.5 million views in four days. We did not make that chasing after any of this trendy BS garbage. And this is the point. We may not have made the best video. We may not have made the best song. In fact, you might actually hate every song we've put out. I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing that people don't like the music. I would love it if we put out a song and it just became the biggest song in the world. For sure. You want to be successful. My point is, we're just trying to make things. And when you do, eventually you find something new, you find something good, you find something enjoyable. Too much of what is happening now in our culture is cookie cutter garbage. Man, I go back in time. I look at Groundhog Day. Talk about a good movie. Where's our Groundhog Day? What we, movies have become blockbuster, generic, cookie cutter garbage. Where's the weird idea? Now, the reality is Groundhog Day didn't make that much money when it came out. I just watched the movie Casino with De Niro, <laughs> Pesci. Man, that movie's great. It also did not, I mean, I think it made 100 million in theaters, something like that. Movies today make 500 million. Isn't that crazy? I mean, inflation, fair point. Inflation changes everything. But take a look at this from Forbes. What cost Disney a billion dollars? You've got Ant-Man, The Little Mermaid, Indiana Jones, and Secret Invasion. Now is a Disney Plus production. That's incredible. You know, I'm a huge fan of Marvel. I love the Marvel MCU. Up until Endgame, because that was the end. Since then, it's been a bunch of trash. I didn't mind the, uh, the Spider-Man one with Jake, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, with Mysterio or whatever. I thought that was, was, was decent. And, uh, and that one is after, you know, Endgame or whatever. Take a look at this. Quantumania. Why did Ant-Man Quantumania fail? It's kind of a bummer. It is. Uh, it made $476 million. That's great. But when they break it all down after the cost of marketing and production, it's going to be a loss. Going to be a loss of a lot of money. Then you get The Little Mermaid. Talk about a total failure. This is what we should have done well. But there's huge controversy over erasing the redhead Ariel in favor of a young black woman with dyed red hair. And it's funny because I pointed this out. If you're going to make The Little Mermaid black, like you're going to cast a black actress to it. Why can't she have black hair? I have no problem with that. And it was funny because these leftists were like, black people are allowed to have red hair, Tim. And, and they were pointing out that in the book, it says Ariel has red hair. And I'm like, yeah, she's also white. 
She's a mermaid. I loved Matt Walsh when he was like, she should have translucent skin and be a floating skull because underwater creatures don't have color in their skin. It was great. They lost their mind over it. So I wonder why it is nobody wanted to see your awful movie. Then we get Harrison Ford, The Dial of Destiny. And this is what why I bring up the song we just put out. Dude, how about this? How about the next song we put out? We literally just take a popular song and then make make some version of it. You know, you know here's what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll half cover a song and we'll call it something new. Come on. You know, we put out, we put out a song that has uh, like weird industrial sounds and it's, it's rock like and uh, people are like, there's no chorus. And I'm like, we just made a it's poem. It's art. We wanted to try something new. And you know what? People should be trying to do new and different things and failing. Instead, what happens is Disney is saying, redo the same thing over and over and over again. And they're failing. At a certain point, you will discover nothing. You will make nothing good. And so it's unfortunate, but that's where they are. Fine. It's not all about wokeness. The reason they're flopping is because of cultural stagnation and a refusal to try weird and new things. I can't tell you, man. You know what really grinds my gears? I love horror films, but holy crap, every horror film is the exact same plot. I can't tell you how many times I go on Amazon and I'm like, new releases for horror. And it's like a young couple moves into a new house, but they're haunted by a spirit. And I'm like, okay, dude. I remember when Cabin in the Woods came out and uh, I saw commercials. I'm like, I don't want to see him. Cabin in the Woods. Generic teenagers go to the cabin in the woods and oh, it's like Jason all over again. And my friend was like, no, 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 no. You got to see it. Trust me. And I was like, really? And they're like, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I guess. And then I watched it and I was like, that was awesome. It was not what you expect. They really subvert expectations in an, in an amazing way. It is time for a resurgence in culture. And the parallel economy is poised to do it. Let's make new things. Let's take great risks. Shout out to the Ripaverse, making new comics. Let's go, baby. So what do we do here? I skateboard. I play music. I play poker. So what are we going to do? Those things. You know, I, I grew up playing card games like Magic, but eh, I don't see Magic as, access as accessible as poker. And poker is just so much fun. So we got poker with the boys. Trying to figure that one out because poker legality is... Mm. We got the Boonies, Boonies HQ. The skate park is currently being built. In the end, it will be one of the most extensive and most uh, and largest private skate facilities in the East Coast. We're, we're putting a lot of money in it. We're talking millions of dollars. So far, the uh, skate portion is only a couple hundred thousand, but the building and the, and the land, everything so far, we're in the millions. And we're going to make this thing big. We got the next plan is going to be we're moving the concrete portion back and we're going to be doing the mega ramp portion because it opens the door for a lot more content. So we've got sports. And then we've got music. We've even got a video game that we've just been sitting on that's like half done. It's like, oof, man, we got so many things on our plate. We got a card game coming out to build culture, to try new things. And guess what? We're going to lose money. We're going to lose money. Now, we can make fun of Disney for losing money, but let me tell you the difference. Disney loses money because they make garbage, because they're regurgitating garbage. There's no upside. It's nice try. You lost. What are we doing? We're trying new things, R&D, and we'll lose money on that. But when we eventually strike oil, strike gold, then we're going to make that money back. But you can't if you keep regurgitating failure. People need something new. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
sit back, put a smile on your face because the establishment institutions are failing over and over and over again. Their ratings are in the gutter. They can't figure it out. They can't. They need to realize that it's time to spend money on new and dangerous things, but they're too risk averse. and They're too terrified. So let the machine crumble and we'll take their place. I'll leave it there, my friends. Check out the song if you'd like. Next segment is coming up at 6 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and we'll see you all then.